I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Sometimes being productive is just allowing yourself to make split-second decisions that mm-hmm. you're like, okay, you know, know what? I'm going to stay home today. And, Rather and than stress yeah. about it. So exactly. Stressing about so. it can take away from the whole being productive. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 35. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We love to hear what you think. For today's episode, we're sharing some of our favorite productivity tips, if I can say that correctly, productivity tips. So if you've been looking to get organized and create a more streamlined process for your brand or your business, get cozy because this is the episode for you. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? Mm, I am hanging on to summer and drinking the White Claw hard tea. So there's, you know, the seltzer, like regular yeah. seltzers, but then they have like the hard tea version. Yep. So George really likes, my husband really likes the lemon. I prefer the peach or the mango. So I, you know, I like lemon. I don't know how much like tea is involved because like when it comes to like seltzer water, I like more like the peach and the mangoes, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, how how strong are we talking with this tea flavor? It's very mild. It's mild, but I... Right. I'm I'd just, probably go your way. I'm just not like a huge... I'd rather have some sweeter notes, I guess you could call oh, it, if notes are in tea. <laughs> I'm not a I connoisseur. Think, no, 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 no. They actually... It's funny. If you go to like a nice, a nice tea shop... And they'll like explain like um, there's Jolie tea in Salem and Jean Wee. I think that's how you say it. Teas is a big company and they actually have a tea shop, I think, at the Encore in Boston and, you know, Mm. out out there in Boston, the the. um, the casino. Oh, the casino. Yeah. They <laughs> I think they have like a shop there. And like if you go in to these stores that have notes of bergamot and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So no, you're totally onto it. Yeah. I'm actually having tea this morning too with notes of bergamot actually, which is why I came up with it. There so. you go. There <laughs> you go. Nice. So, yep. It's um, as much as I hate saying goodbye to summer, which we recently did, it's, you know, it's time for me to break out the hot teas. I am. I'm not saying goodbye. I'm just not. I don't want to. <laughs> Especially since I'm thinking like next year around this time, Ariel's going to be in preschool. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that and just having too much fun with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not allowing me to get to to be very productive, which is what this this episode's all about. And, yeah. um, you know, let's just say kids are probably, although I have to say I've learned more about productivity and, and you know, getting stuff done when I need to with a child, but they're really not your best friend when it comes to being productive. <laughs> yeah. So why don't, why don't you just tell us a little bit about that? Cause I know you're going to talk to us about, you know, your perspective from the yeah. influencer and taking on writing clients. And then I'm going to talk more from the business side, but I think that's something that's really important to talk about is managing productivity when you have a small child. <laughs> well, it's a small child or just like other you know, you you have decoy, you know, and you've got to take him to the to the vet and you've got to make sure he's walked and fed. You know, we both have like we I mean, essentially, it's a very similar thing, um, except I, know, can, I can leave him by himself. 
and go if for, I leave her go run errands <laughs> for some reason the few times that I've like turned away from her and left her in a room by herself she has found like the one pair of scissors and hopefully child services isn't listening to this but she's never cut herself I've always found it before it's too late but it just seems to be like she'll find this random pair of scissors and I'm like where did that come from I don't even remember sitting that down anywhere but you know um no lately you know Yes, it is. It is different when you have a child because you're like, okay, your life isn't your own. And I think any person who is a mother or maybe takes care of parents or a sibling or whatever, whatever your situation is, I think that they kind of would understand that your your life isn't your own. You kind of can't essentially, as much as I say, I call my own shots and I make my own hours with my freelance writing and my blog. I don't, um, you know, we had talked with, um, our, our friend Liz Edelman uh, about working with children. And one of the things she said is, you know, she gets her kid all dressed up because Ariel is a big part of my brand. She gets her kids all dressed up and, and plans on a photo shoot and then something melts down and it's not going to happen, you know? So you kind of have to roll with the flow, you know, roll with the punches here. Um, what I do when I actually can, you know, work by myself Um, sometimes that's early in the morning. Sometimes it's after she goes to bed. I'm also very lucky that my mom lives downstairs from us. Um, so she's able to take care of her most days. Um, so I do, I do have that opportunity to be alone. Um, so when it comes to organizing for my blog, I love the content planner from Kat Kat Gaskins. Um, it's very simple. Uh, it's this big, big board covered book that you can like put all your content in for the month. And she gives you all kinds of stickers. And as somebody who is really into the um, uh, Lisa Frank, mm-hmm. you know, the you remember those mm-hmm. Lisa Frank in the nineties, like it, I'm all about this, having these stickers and being able to like mock, okay, this is blog post. This is recording day. This is when mm. we're releasing this podcast episode. This is when I'm posting this um, Instagram post. This is when I know I have to go live on something on Instagram or I definitely have to do a reel or stories or something. So that, that's been helpful because having that down on paper, um, it just it, it almost makes me feel, I don't know if you ever feel like this, like have, doing something on paper sometimes makes me feel like I have to be more accountable. Yes. And, and I did actually write a blog post, which you helped with, mm-hmm. um, about my to-do list. And yeah. I actually have, I go old school. I have a to-do list that's on my, on my desk right now. What I love about it is it separates out, um, it has a list where I can yep. actually like list tasks, but then a uh, squares for each day. So I can grab those tasks and like assign them to a day. And that's yep. how I write it down. And so um, for me, writing it down, my memory has been really terrible lately. And so mm. writing it down is actually helping with memory retention. Is that even a thing? Reten- no, totally. Retention totally. Uh, of what I need to do. So um, no, I love, I love that you use the content planner um, and helps you keep organized. It sounds for like a lot of different things too. Like if you're a multi-passionate yeah. entrepreneur or multi, if you have mul- multiple things going on, it can yeah. help you with um, keeping everything on track. Well, you know, they, they definitely market it towards um, bloggers and influencers and stuff, but truly it's, 
you know, there's like a page at the beginning of every month. And and you also can custom. What's great about this is you can also customize it. So it doesn't already have like January, February, March, April, like in there. So if for some reason there's a month that just kind of goes out the window and you're like, oh, crap, like the month, <laughs> that, like I think June totally went out the window and I was just like, I'm just not even going to put it in my content plan. Like I didn't even get a chance to get it in there. So I'm not even going to worry about it. You know, you can you can do that. But um, they also have this like page at the beginning of the month where you can like list out your goals and kind of your vibe for the month, which as a blogger, I usually try to theme my months, um, depending on time of year, holidays, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of how I get that down. And then I do um, Google Drive. We've we've raved about Google Drive. And it's so simple. Like there's nothing super fancy about Google Drive. Um, but that is one of my biggest things that I use because um, even though it seems redundant, I actually then put all of my blog posts, like I lay them out in a Google Sheet and it has, you know, blog post title. Um, we've actually shared this. This is one of our freebies um, that we gave away earlier in the year. Um, I have my blog post title. I have the they excerpt because that's part of my website. I have what photo I'm going to use. I have my categories, my tags, what I'm going to use for a meta description and all that kind of stuff. So that's all in there. And that's, and then I use Google Docs and I do this for your blog post as well. And any other blog posts that I'm working on for other clients, I use Docs to put in the post before I put it into the website because it's just when you're writing something to begin with, it's so much easier to start off with like a Google Doc and you can do so much. Like you can, I mean, it may not look as pretty as you can have it be in your website, but you can still drop your images in, any graphics that you want. Um, you know, if you want a, titles, you can still do that in Google Docs. So that's what I'll do before I, I put anything into my website. And, um, it's been helpful, like me figuring that process out before I even started working as a freelance writer allowed me to create a streamlined process for my blog clients. Because now I like when I first start writing with anyone, I send them the Google sheet with kind of some general prompts about, okay, as I said, title, what do you want tags to be? What do you want the, the meaning to be? Um, any notes for me, any specific images you want to use, files, that kind of stuff. So I love Google that. Drive, I, I just, I mean, we use Google Drive for the show. We're using yeah. it right now. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Google Drive can be a very valuable productivity tool because the sharing capabilities, as you mentioned, especially with like your writing clients or just being able to easily keep everything in one place. Um, yeah before you upload it because it is it's a pain to write a blog from scratch directly into yeah. your blog for most at least for Squarespace I can't really speak for anything else so WordPress I even, is the same way yeah and so I do it also with my newsletters I will actually keep track of my newsletters and I'll draft them into Google Drive before mm -hmm. I upload them into Kartra so I use a um, a system called Kartra for my funnel, for my course, for my email list and everything. And Kartra is not super user-friendly when it comes to certain things. And so being able to just copy and paste from my Google Doc into Kartra has actually yeah. saved me more time and being more productive. Um, so that's And that's what the big point about being productive is saving, is saving time. And as you 
a woman who not only has two businesses, but has other, you know, you do other things on the side with your, you know, I don't even know. I forget what you call it, Jossie. Planning. Community planning. Okay. Community yeah. planning. Like you're, you know, you're so busy, you know, having having these processes in place is what keeps us sane. Yeah. So, so for me, from, from a business perspective, like you use the Google drive for me, I am heavily rely on my workflow, mm-hmm. um, which is integrated into my client management software or, or CRM. I don't know what the R stands for. Is it client resource management? I don't know. But I don't I, either. But it's like the things like HoneyBook or Dubsado or 17 yeah. Hats. It's that type of system that organizes your clients and can automate fully or partially some of your workflows that you're continually doing. So for me, it it really means that I don't have to rewrite emails. It means that some emails get sent automatically and I don't have to worry about it. It means that um, I can have all of my scheduling done through there. So if someone gets in touch with me and wants to book me as a brand photographer, I can send them a link to book a call with me. So there's none of this back and forth of when can you meet? Oh, I have this day available. I have this day. That's so nice. So they, I set time aside on my schedule, integrate that into the calendar and they can book me. So it just pops up on my calendar. And now I know that I need to call them at nine 30 in the morning on next Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. It is. I so, think I need to do something like that because it is the back and forth. Yeah. Between clients like, when can you meet? I can meet now. Okay. You know. And there are, so, so there are ways to, and before I am invested into the full like CRM system, there's, there's applications out there at low cost or even free, like Calendly and. That's what I'm thinking of looking into. Something like there's a, there's a few others, but integrating that into your process where you can just save time from going back and forth. It's really worth it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I do is I designate certain days and times or try to, to accomplish certain tasks. So for example, um, before I used to shoot really any day that would work for my client, but that was just a really big nightmare in trying to also schedule time that I could get on calls with potential clients or do my shoot planning calls. So what I ended up having to do was rethink about my schedule. And so I have two days a week where I block off for designated shoot days. I generally mm-hmm. only shoot one day a week, but I will shoot twice if I if I can. Um, and those days are blocked off on my calendar, which then allows me Monday, Wednesday, Friday to do other things. And that's when I hold my shoot plan calls. That's when I'll call have calls with my leads. So I know a little bit what to expect. I mean, each day is totally different. I don't have a single day that's exactly the same. Right. But designating those days and times and one thing to keep in mind, too, when you're looking at certain times to do things is understanding when you work most efficiently. So for me, if I'm writing my to do list for the day and if I have a really like a task that requires a lot of my attention, I want to do that early on in the day because that's when I'm the most sharp, as weird as that sounds like waking up. But that's when I'm most sharp. I totally get it. Like you, you suffer later on the day from decision fatigue. I don't. So, I'm exhausted by the end of the day. So yeah. that that's when I'm going to do my editing. That's what I'm going to do, like the more artistic stuff that I need to get done because I don't, as weird as this one, I don't really think when I'm editing. It's just cre- it's, a creative process. Well, you process. have a, pro- yeah, exactly. You have a process that you go through. You know, for me, 
it, so if you're if you're listening to what Jesse has to say and be like, I have just my schedule is crazy. I don't know if I can do like specific days like every week. What I end up doing because you know, just my schedule can be a little different. And, you know, if I've got doctor's appointments with Ariel or play dates or whatever, I'll like Saturday look at my week or f- even Friday if I know what I've got going on. I'll look at my week and I'll say, okay, I know I've got this day, this day, and this day that I've got to be um, out doing things, whether it's errands or, as I said, something for her. And then I said, okay, so I know that from you know, on Monday, oh, good, it's going to be rainy on Monday, that's going to be a day that I just stay home and I, you know, work on stuff. Or, you know, I have half a day on Tuesday that I know is going to be free. I, you know, I schedule in all my stuff that I need to for that. So you can do if you know, if you if you do kind of have more of like a, a less conventional situation, or if you do have kids or, or you're taking care of someone else, doing it weekly isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think it certainly seemed to work out for me. I actually I had this whole week planned. It was supposed to be beautiful today and tomorrow. And I was like, I'm going to go to Salem and shoot some content for October. And it's, this is, we're recording this in early September. And I'm going to go to one day I'm going to go to Salem. One day I'm going to go to Russell's farm just to shoot some like October content. That's going to be great. And Aria will have a great time. And then, like, throughout the week, it's just the weather's gotten worse and worse. So, mm-hmm. instead, these days have become work days. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you just got to, as I said, it's more, roll, you know, rolling with the punches on my end. So, I think, you know, be, even though you definitely want to set time aside, sometimes being productive is just allowing yourself to make split second decisions that mm-hmm. you're like okay you know know what I'm gonna stay home today and, rather and than this. stress yeah. about it so exactly stressing about so. it can take away from the whole being productive so if you're just like if you're just really bummed that you can't shoot at Salem and what was the other place you're gonna go to Russell Orchards that one um you know it's it really good of, if you haven't been there you, have, you should go Jesse it's fine I know I know I probably should it's I a mean. great place to shoot because it's like you know, it's a beautiful barn and like pumpkins. It's just very mm. idyllic New England. That's why it's like I've been going there since I was a kid. So. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. But to your point, you know, moving on and not letting it stop other work that you can do yes. at the moment. And so the other thing that I realized and started trying to do more, if there's a task that can be done, I think, you know, in 10 minutes or less, just get it done. Don't put it on your to-do to list. Like responding to an email, if you're like, you read it and then you're like, okay, I'm going to respond later. Like yeah. if, it requi- if it requires like you to do some research or you to put together a proposal, like obviously that's going to take longer. Than yeah. But if it's just a 10 minute thing, or if it's going to take me 10 minutes to turn around this, um, you know, my Instagram nine grid that I give my clients, like, I'm just going to bang it out and do it. Yeah. Rather than like put it on. So that will help you also feel more productive. The other thing is with the, with the, what I love about the list, the actual writing out your to-do list is you can actually physically cross it off and it just, it makes you feel feel so good. good. I have, I write my to-do list every single morning and it just, and sometimes I'll put down stupid little, not the, not like the 10 minute task, but stupid things that I'm just like, oh, I know it's not going to take me any time just because I want to check it off. 
Just because well, I want to get that. Or you might forget, like, like I literally have to write down um, clean lenses before shoot because. No, like, I'm. Like I have, I like, I just have to make sure I don't, I mean, I would not, you know, generally day before my shoot, I generally do that anyways. And it's part of my process, but like I write it down or, you know, or like if I need to, or if it's one of those emails where I need to give some thought to it, I will write back, like write that down, respond to, to Kate's email or, you know. So, you know, I have a question for you because I know a lot of successful people um, say, say, have a similar answer to this. Do you have a specific time? that you read and answer emails like do you have I have this bad habit where I basically have my gmail on my computer up all day long and I'll read like as soon as I get an email in I mean unless I'm like in a zone as soon as I get an email I'll read it I may not respond right away but I do the same I do when I'm at my desk all day like if it is a desk day where I'm doing client calls and working on emails I will be checking email all day long but I typically We'll do a big batch of email reads in the morning. Yeah, me too. Or then I dive into my next task. And then when I'm working on tasks, like let's say I am working on a shoot plan for a client or let's say I am, um, you know, editing, I actually will close my tabs down so that I don't go and check my email and then feel like I have to respond. It just prevents that from happening. Mm -hmm. I actually started pinning. I have three three tabs pinned on the left side of my screen, my email, my drive and my Google sheet with all my blog posts. Mm. And I just can't seem to like close those. Those three are almost always on my screen. So I think I need to do a little bit more about that. What about Instagram? Do you, I know you, you're like one of those people who advocates for like pre-planning Instagram. What do you use? So I use, what am I using these days? I should know. Oh my gosh. Well, wait, what, what do you use? I need to. I use, so I use Planoly and I do. That's what I've I been did, using. Yes. I've okay. Do you use the free one? I actually invested in the, the, the not free one. So I can. I, I have to pay and either I pay because I have two brands that I may, it might be because I have two brands that I need to post for. Um, okay. So I do pay whatever it is that I need to pay. Yeah. I do try and plan out my posts um, I have not been super great about it, but it's one of those things that I also have been allowing myself or giving myself permission if I need to give myself permission to, yeah. it's okay. You like, you're busy. Like, yeah. So one thing I think entrepreneurs get really worked up about is, is like if they don't post every day or if they don't do this every week, I just try and maintain as much consistency as I can. And if there's weeks or, or days where I can't do it, like, I'm not going to let it right bother me um, because I am still getting bookings. I am still getting inquiries. Yeah. So um, I, I know I plan out my posts. I know you plan out your posts. Yeah. Um, but I know you also are really good about like planning out your posts, but your content, but also like now you've been really good about um, using reels and stuff and planning that well, out too, right? <laughs> like you just, you were just talking about shooting content for like, were you thinking about content for your reels that you've been doing too? Yeah. So, I mean, so as, when Facebook, Facebook, when Instagram announced that they were going to be more of a um, video based site, my whole thing was, okay, obviously I need to get on the bandwagon. Cause I, I know we've, we had talked about this in previous episodes that we both kind of had been pushing against 
reels in a lot of ways. Um, my, my reels these days, like when, if I'll go wherever I go, I, I'll take video now. And partially it's because of reels, but partially it's because REL is usually with me. And so it's nice to have those, but it's like having a, you know, like your, your parents used to run around with you with, after you with a camcorder, you know, as a kid and get those, those moments of you walking and stuff like that. So partially it's that. And, but I'm, I'm paying more attention. Like if I go like the other day, um, uh, well, not even the other day, like a month ago, we went to Portsmouth. And so while we were driving into Portsmouth, I had my camera out and the window open and I was just taking like B, well, you know, B roll of this, of the town as we were driving through when we were in Stowe, which is going to be, which is one of my September blog posts, the travel guide to Stowe. Um, same thing. I just rolled down the window and I was taking some footage of it and, you know, then of, of other things that we were doing, you know, that's the stuff I've been thinking about the other day. Again, this is early September. So you'd have to scroll back a little bit at this point in the day I posted a reel and I just love this footage. It's not really what you would consider a traditional reel. Like I try to do more like travel guide reels now, like, you know, go here and check this out. And this is only this far away from Boston and stuff. This was legit. It was, it started off, it was a picture of Alex, Ariel and me from our latest family photo shoot that we did at the beach. And I had happened to have gotten footage of Ariel just running away from me on the beach barefoot. And that's all I did. That's all it is. There's, I put some music to it, but I didn't put any of like the fancy captions or anything. I just had it running. And it actually did better than one of the reels that I had put up there that I had like really taken the time to like cut together and add captions for. Um, so I definitely do, I guess, going even beyond like planally um, and like using like the Royal Horizon, uh, Royal, we both use Royal Horizon Media for some of our stuff, their hashtag vault as well as their hash, um, hashtag generator going even beyond that, like anywhere I go now, I just take some video because I want to try and do as much with reels as possible. Sometimes I won't use it. It, it like that was probably the most random thing I've done. Sometimes I won't use it though. It's just, I figure I have it if yeah. I want it. So pre-planning so you just, ahead. You just, you just build it into what you're doing too. I think yeah. that's one way that, you know, it's almost like batching content, but for people exactly. that like batching sounds overwhelming, just integrating it in your like in your specific um, you know, industry where you're you're a content creator, just including it to your day to day and that going back to it and pulling it when you're like, oh wait, I remember I I actually did I captured yeah. some video. I'm gonna actually use that for a reel sort of the other day I did um Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in Concord. And again, this is just like really random and again it did much better than some of the other stuff that I've really like consciously shot for and I think it was also the hashtags because it was you know end of August and people are already posting about Halloween which as much as I love Halloween I'm still you know I was still holding on to summer at that point but I just added a couple of like spooky hashtags onto the caption and be like you know hey who's thinking of halloween already even though it technically wasn't halloween and it really did very well um the other thing is like and i don't pay for plan it's p-l-a-n-n but at one point i had considered them for my instagram planner 
um, instead of Planoly. And I just, I, I picked Planoly because I think it was a little bit cheaper or there was something that they were offering that I, like a deal they were offering or something. But Plan is really great because they actually offer, if you sign up for their emails, they'll send it out to you. It doesn't matter if you subscribe to them or not, um, money-wise. But uh, they offer free monthly Instagram ideas. So like they'll send mm. out an email a couple of days before the beginning of the month. And it's neat. They'll actually have like um, a page where it has like, you know, every day of the, of the week has a, an idea for your Instagram post that day. And sometimes what it does is it focuses on like, like world gratitude day is in September. Um, so just like some random holidays that they'll fa- find out about. And like, I'll, so I'll be like, Oh, okay, well, and, and then they actually have a document that you can go into that has not only suggested hashtags for that prompt, but also suggested um, uh, captions and they're pretty good. You know, they, they, they kind of have that wow factor that a lot of people are looking at that kind of hook people in. So um, yeah, that's been a big, big help lately is sometimes, especially when I'm just trying to organize my thoughts, having that resource has been great. So I would check that out. And then Mm -hmm. InShot is how I create a lot of my reels and you would actually introduce me to InShot. We did? Yeah. I oh. We were doing some behind the scenes videos. For, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I was like, wait, and, not, and because now you just kind of do that for me. So I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, yeah, and it's like I had been using I mean, my favorite thing to edit for movies for video video is Final Cut, but they don't have a a phone app. So and it's also extremely expensive. Um, so I was using iMovie for a while, which I'm, I've never been a fan of. And, uh, you introduced me to InShot and they have some, they have some great sound effects that you can add. They have some great different options for like text that you can add. So it looks a little bit different than everybody else's reels. Mm -hmm. So that's a great resource. Yeah. So they're kind of my big, my big, and then of course Canva, we can't forget about Canva. Yeah. No, it's super easy, super easy to use. And I, I have organized, I have access, like I, I pay for all the design suites with Adobe. And honestly, I very rarely will design by hand now in illustrator as bad as that sounds. I mean, that's, that's, unless I want to do something really custom that I can't get from Canva, but otherwise I'm doing everything in Canva. Yeah. And it's, they have so many different options. They have so many different templates. But then you can, you know, create your own, which, you know, usually I end up kind of taking a template and then making it more my own. And that's always worked for me. But that's how I create my Pinterest graphics. Um, I know that's how you do a lot of your Facebook group posts. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. we do we do stuff for the podcast on and Canva. It's easily, it's easily shareable, which I like. So, yeah, as, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, like you help me with a lot of my Facebook group posts and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm able you are able to share the document. Mm-hmm. Um so I know we wanted to keep this episode really short, but I wanted to also just talk briefly about how to measure your productivity, because I think that's really important for everyone to be able to improve. And one thing that I think is really important to keep track of is understanding how much time you are spending on various tasks. So this I need to do better with. So there's, there is a free app called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L, and it's 
free app to track your time. And a lot of people actually will use it when they are working with um, other freelancers or subcontractors to track your time. Um, there is a paid version of it. I don't know what the paid version of it gets you because I've only used the free version and it's done exactly what I need to. But I think it's really great for people to track that as you are looking to maybe change the pricing of your packages or make sure that mm-hmm. that whatever your hourly rate is actually you're being productive at that hourly rate. And also understanding, okay, if it takes me five hours to do this one thing, if I outsource that, like, is it worth my hourly rate, your own hourly rate to do that? Or should I outsource it at someone that is like, that's what they do. And that's what like, they're more efficient. That's their jam. That's their jam. Like, that's why like, I outsource blogging because like, it literally takes me forever to come like to to do it and I don't enjoy it and I could be doing something else I enjoy and am more productive at Mm -hmm. and then I outsource things I don't. So I think it's really important to start keeping track of your time so that you can improve upon and also identify areas where you can possibly outsource that makes more financial sense and just makes more sense from a productivity standpoint. So I think our main points for this episode is finding programs and processes that work for you, you know, trying to automate as much of your business as possible Keeping track of your time, as you said, possibly turning to outsourcing. Um, But then I think a huge takeaway that we've mentioned a couple of times is to stress is kind of the enemy to productivity. And because I know that if I feel stressed about something, it's going to take me twice as long or it's not going to get done nearly as well. So I think that that is something, you know, if, if you're having some issues with being productive or, you know, you're, you're just not getting it, you're just not getting to that point where you feel like you're, you're reaching your goals and you're lacking productivity, maybe just taking a little pressure off of yourself and realizing that, you know, you're going to figure this out. You just need to maybe, as I said, is, you know, as we've talked about, invest in some of the, the different um, apps processes that we've been talking about, you know, trying one of Jesse's CRMs, maybe I know that's something I'm definitely going to be looking into. But just kind of allowing yourself to to realize, okay, maybe something is just not going to get done today. Because I know that both of us have gotten to a point where just like, you know what, I'm done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes that's been the best thing for us. So I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. We hope that this episode has been helpful. And if you have any questions about um, productivity or other apps that you might be looking into, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, or you can email us, cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And a great place that you can hang out is our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. We'll be sharing some more uh, productive apps on there. I'm fashionably Kate and Company. I'm sorry. I'm fashionably Kate and Company. I'm Kate. <laughs> but you Andrews. are, but you are fashionably. I, <laughs> I've become my <laughs> I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at fashionably Kate and Co. And I am Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos, or you can grab some brand photography tips and help and support over at the brand photographer method, my course Instagram. But this is it for this one. Make sure to tune in (laughs) next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.